This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you oh so much to super producer and host Ryan Hickey holding it down for us in New York Happy Monday. Hope you had a good Monday. Hope you had a good weekend. Uh, Hopefully you didn't have high expectations for NBA All-Star Weekend because they pretty much stunk anyway. Everything stunk about All-Star Weekend except for that uh, three-point shootout between Sabrina Unescu and Steph Curry. And so we've talked about some of this already because the show gets started every single weekday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. In about 20 minutes from now, we're going to have a conversation with Justin Termini of SiriusXM NBA Radio because he was there. He was in Indianapolis. Uh, he was at the brunch. He was at the game. He saw the slam dunk. I want to know what it was like for someone who was there and witnessed NBA All-Star Weekend up close and personal and had major access. So Justin Termini is going to come through and join us in about 20 Minutes. We've already talked about the game and the lack of enthusiasm. Even Adam Silver did not sound uh, enthusiastic about the results. And so what we're going to do is talk to you. I'm going to get to the phone calls in a second. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. We'll get to your calls. I talked to you about Jacques Vaughn. We talked about Sabrina Unescu. I'm going to get to Anthony Rendon because right before we went to break, I talked about Jacques Vaughn being fired as head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Well, we're going to talk and hear from someone who sounds like they don't even want to do their job, and that is Anthony Rendon. And so we got a lot to do. We got a lot of callers here with a a lot of ideas and concepts. And so let's, let's do this right now. Let's talk to Eddie. Eddie is calling from Cleveland. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. What's going on, Eddie? How you doing? Very well. What's up? Then I was just listening to your you guys' conversation. I was thinking a way to make the game competitive is is whatever team wins, whether it's Eastern Conference or Western Conference, when it comes to the finals, that team will get the first four games at home. Like we, uh, excuse me, the, say that again. What's the last part? The first four games of what? The first four games of the NBA Finals. So what happens if it's a sweep? Who cares, right? I guess nobody, the other team busts its ass all year. They don't, they don't even necessarily get a home game? Not necessarily, but it, it will make the All-Star game more competitive because you have a chance to get that edge. 
That sounds ridiculously unfair. <laughs> I, that I mean, you know that, Eddie. Like, well, why? Well, here, so well, in, in this case, hold on, hold on. In in, in that mm-hmm. case, we got a guy. It's Scotty Barnes of the Sacramento mm-hmm. Kings, right? Excuse me, no, okay. the Toronto Raptors. Why mm-hmm. should a guy with the Toronto Raptors, a team that's going absolutely nowhere this year, why mm-hmm. should somebody on that team have a little bit of say so? as to what, I don't know, the Denver Nuggets are doing or what happens with the Celtics. Like, it's an exhibition game. Major League Baseball tried this, and then they stopped it because it's just like it's it's not fair. Well, even if it wasn't the first four games, I think the incentives would have to come within the finals because that's the only other time that it would matter with the Eastern Nah, but it's it's only going to matter for a select few. And that's it's just not fair. It's like and thank you, Eddie, for calling from Cleveland. It's like it's like being in school, right? You're in class, you're in school, and I don't know, let, let's make it simpler. You're in twelfth grade. Imagine being in twelfth grade and you pass or fail based on what the majority of your classmates do. Like where's that fair? Like dumb dumb dumbass Bobby who sits in the back eating glue. Is it fair that dumbass Bobby has bearing as to whether or not you actually graduate? It's not fair. It's not. Let the people directly involved have some say-so in that. I I can't get down on that. There's a reason why baseball tried it, and then baseball killed it off, because it's not fair. 855-212-4CBS. Greg is here from Michigan. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Greg? JR, Mr. Positive, thanks for taking my call, my friend. Sure. Hey, I got to tell you, the NBA All-Star, it's Hollywood intersecting with sports. It's showbiz intersecting with sports. Everyone comes in, whatever the sport, they're wearing their full-length fur coats, they're wearing their bling, they're looking cool. It's just, you are spot on. I mean, it's competitive, it's supposed to be, but I got to tell you, JR, um, we're in a whole completely different world. Everyone is a prima donna, if you will. Um, you know, this is uh, what's going to happen in our culture. And real quick, please, don't yeah. let my Labrizi James quit until he's 50, because oh. I don't want him to uh, lose the scoring title and all the things that they're doing. The way they're putting up points, someone's going to be averaging 60 to 70 points a game, and LeBron's 40,000 points in his career is going to be uh LeBron LeBron just yeah. got the rec LeBron James just got the record last year. Yeah. He just, just got the way. record last year and he's adding on to it. I hope so. I just don't want him to quit. I think he can play until he's 45. I really do. He uh, well, have to he, score 20 points. He can he, just He might. He might. There's no there's no, no Jared, Please don't say that. No. No. I'm oh, scared. Well, I'm saying he might retire when he's 45. So, you know, it's he, okay. he ain't going to play forever. We're closer to the end than we are to the beginning. I think we're all well aware of that. Right, right. Hey, all right. love you. Have a great night. Everybody go for your dreams. Well, thank you, Greg, for calling from Michigan. Oh, that was a lot. Well, Hickey, what do you – and we can revisit this later as well. What are your thoughts on, on what he said about the All-Star game, making it matter, making it count? My question is Why? Like, why does it have to matter? It's an exhibition. It doesn't count for the standings. We as fans, right, we never reference this game in terms of how we look or view players. 
when we're ranking players, when we're looking back on their careers, we never, ever, ever reference how they play in the game. We reference the all-star games that they, or the all-star teams they make, but never their points per game, never their, you know, all-star game MVPs. I guess I just don't understand why this has to be a serious or intensive game um, when we actually, like, truly, when you think about it, how we look at it after the game passes, like, no one cares. Yeah, well, correct. Nobody does. Nobody's going to be talking. You know who's not going to be talking about this next week? Not me. It exactly doesn't. right. And so to, to, to be taking this a step further to go, oh, well, we need to have the game impact the the NBA finals. And then for what our last caller said or two callers or three callers ago, he's just like, man, they need to just have home field, not even home court for four games. Like whoever wins the NBA All-Star game, whatever team comes out of that conference, four games? So what is that? that it's just, that's not fair. So we do four games and then the other team just gets three on the back end? That's that's ridiculous, man. Come on. Major League Baseball from 2003 to 2016 did this whole now it matters or this game matters or the all-star game matters. They had to come up with something, right? People are like, man, the game doesn't matter. We got Bud Selig out here calling games because they're they're running out of players. Game is in a tie. We need to make the game matter. Come on now. 13 years we had this garbage. You can't do this, and it's professional sports. You you go out there and win. And what it also does is it it I don't want to say invalidates, but it it weakens the importance of the regular season. And that what we're already complaining about in the NBA? That the guys don't take the regular season serious enough? And so if we've already been down that road, why should we think that it's going to be different in the All-Star game? Dudes is already not suiting up here during the regular season. Is it a shock that they're not suiting up for the All-Star game? Like, come on now. I think we, we should all know a little bit better than this. It's a new game, new day, and a new era. It's sad, but this is just flat what it is. And, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, Greg from Michigan, he, he doesn't want LeBron to retire. He doesn't want him to go away. I, I don't I, – well, thank God this wasn't one of the larger themes of NBA All-Star Weekend. But when LeBron James had his press conference – Yes, he was asked about his future and how he's going to retire and is he going to let everybody know a year? Is it going to be quiet? And just just listen to LeBron James. I have not mapped out how many seasons I have left. Um, I know it's not that many. Um, I also don't know if I will. I was asked this question a couple of days ago. Will you kind of take the farewell tour or will you kind of just – Tim Duncan it. I'm 50-50. Um, I'm going to be honest because there's times where I feel like I guess I owe it to my fans that's been along this journey with me for two decades plus to be able to give them that moment, you know, where it's every city and whatever the case may be and, you know, they give you your flowers or whatever the case may be, you know, and, and that seems cool. Um, 
but the other side of I've never been that great with um, accepting like praise. Um, it's a, it's a weird feeling for me. What? LeBron James said it's weird. It's a weird feeling for him to accept praise. What? I feel like LeBron James is one of the biggest hams that we got in basketball. Except praise? What? Like, you out there trying to win. You you don't want to be, I don't want to say wand and don. You don't want to be honored in every city that you pop in. And somebody, something else, he might not like praise. LeBron James likes making money. Come on. LeBron James wants to go. He, he I, I'd be shocked if LeBron James just woke up one day and quit. Last season, upon being eliminated by the Denver Nuggets, LeBron James rolls into the news conference, press conference after elimination. It's just, I I don't know. I have to make choices and decisions. LeBron James pops up at the ESPYs and tells everybody, hey, uh, yeah, I'm coming back. And, And you should be happy. I'm not done yet. It doesn't sound like I got that shy about praise to me. LeBron James wants to go city to city and collect gifts. He's going to have to put some of these gifts in storage. LeBron James is going to pop up with the Pacers, and they're going to give him, I don't know, a a stock car. LeBron James is going to have his final game in Madison Square Garden. And Hickey, what what are the Knicks going to give him? Commemorative, I don't know, subway sign with the amount of points and the amount of times he's crushed them and broke their hearts over the years? They're going to give him a subway sign? I'm trying to think, like, are you going to give him a New York pizza? Yeah, wow. From the dollar, they, they still the, the dollar pizza in New York's not a dollar anymore, right? Uh there are one or two places. If you got to look very hard, I think there still is dollar slices available. Very, very rare, though. Oh man, what is it now? A dollar twenty-five? I'm giving more than way more than that. Whoa, cheese! The price of cheese is, is killing people right now. Cheese is popular. Cheese is hot right now. It is. Uh, you know, either way, I, I, can you see LeBron James? And, you know, he doesn't need it, but could you see him? if he? Do you think he retires whenever it is, quietly, or do you think he goes on the quote-unquote tour? Realistically, he's definitely going on the tour, like you said. He you loves make the money. attention. He's going to, you know, everything's going to be a celebration. Every single city he goes to, oh, this is the last stop in Memphis, last stop in Minnesota. It's going to lead all the shows every single time for – what is that, probably 35 of the road trips he goes on? This is the last time he's going there because he play a few repeat teams on the Forget road? Forget the Clippers. We won't visit the Clippers. <laughs> Screw them. Right? Do the Clippers have to have one? We don't need We don't need to go back to Cleveland. Oh, he has to go to Cleveland, right? He has to play in Cleveland? Oh, that's going to be – you know that's going to be a scene. Yeah, you got to go to every city and every place will gift him with a something or another. And to be honest – did Kobe get that? We knew it was his. He didn't get nothing. Or was he too hurt? I, I remember I, his last game vividly. I don't recall the last few weeks leading up. There may have been something, but nowhere near over the top of what it would be for LeBron's victory lap. Yeah, he's. it's, it's all about money. We need to sell commemorative tickets. The teams would want it. The league would want it. LeBron would want it. T-shirts and hats and and the like and and if he can if LeBron can cash in on it, LeBron James he ain't he ain't gonna go out there and retire quietly. It's it's not gonna happen.
It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to take a break. On the other side of the break, we're going to have a conversation with Justin Termini. Justin Termini, afternoon, evening host on Sirius XM NBA Radio. And he was there. He spoke to some of the legends. He witnessed the game like we did. He interviewed the players. He and Justin Termini was on the scene. And so we'll take a break. We'll hear from Justin Termini. How did he feel about the game? I think I have an idea. And what does he think about things moving forward, not just with this uh, all-star break, but into the season as well? We'll talk some more basketball from someone who's on the scene in Indianapolis. You're locked in to the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And I appreciate you. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. And this portion of the show is brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I want you to thank O'Reilly Auto Parts for all of your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. We know the All-Star Weekend is done. We get back to action in a couple of days in the NBA. But to put a bow on what took place, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between, is someone who was on the scene because he's the host of NBA Today on Sirius XM NBA Radio with Eddie Johnson. Joining us right now is Justin Termini. Justin, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right. I mean, I'm a little disappointed with the, the way the game played out last night, but it's not something that was a shock. Not much of a shock, not much of a surprise. We heard the disappointment from Adam Silver after the game from someone who was on the scene the entire weekend. Uh, to put a bow on last night, man, did, did people in the arena, people were just like, eh, well, what was the vibe? 
Well, I didn't. I didn't get what the vibe was in the arena because I'm intelligent. So I took off prior to the the game, which I've done over the last several years, just because the game is no good. So I love it from uh, like a media perspective as I go and I get to talk. Like yesterday, I had a 20 minute conversation with Dr. J. We had Larry Bird on the show, so like we get a lot of good content. But then I hate hightail it out of there because I know what it is every year. And until they, you know, give me a product that's worth saying for, I'm going to continue to do the same. And no doubt about it, Justin Termini here with us from NBA Radio. What do you see happening, if anything, into the future? It doesn't seem like anything can happen unless a player shows up on All-Star Sunday night for the game and says, I'm going to destroy everybody. Yeah, I mean, and really that's kind of what I said today. It's like I don't like blaming LeBron for everything, but he is the face of the league, and this erosion happened underneath him. And people will follow the the leader, right, the the face of the league. For example, I don't think Kevin uh, Durant goes to Golden State if LeBron doesn't first leave to Miami. He laid down the blueprint. A lot of guys speak up on social issues. They weren't doing that prior to LeBron. LeBron speaks up. Guys will follow him. So whether it's good or bad, uh, the precedent that the the leader uh, sets is what everybody follows. LeBron hasn't set a a precedent of, hey, let's take this seriously, let's dig in. And as a result, I think other guys have followed. If he he took it seriously, if he said we're not going to lose this thing and did that over the last 10 years, we wouldn't be in the place that we are right now. Now, it's also in the league's the league's played because they allowed it to get to this point, just like with load management before putting their foot down. But from a player perspective, yes, if LeBron took it seriously, everybody else would as well. Well, Justin, for for someone who, well, I don't want to say I refuse. Uh, maybe I feel the same way uh, Josh Hart does about Indianapolis, but I, I watched from afar. And I thought the best event or best anything out of the weekend was watching Sabrina Unescu go out there and beat or get close, excuse me, get close to Steph Curry. For you on the ground, what was the, the, the best event? What really had the most juice? Yeah, that one, easily. Uh, and that's the one you wish they would have finished the night with. Uh, and maybe in the future, if they do something similar, that's the same. There was so much anticipation leading up to it. That was the buzz over the course of the couple of days, as people saying they couldn't wait for that one. Uh, and then, like, the, the dunk contest are, is hit or miss. Like, last year, the dunk contest was the highlight of it. Then there's years where it's no good. I thought this year it was okay. The one that consistently is the best is the three-point contest. But again, if you get like a Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon, the dunk contest is better. You get a, a Mac McClung uh, in year one, uh, the dunk contest is better. But consistently, it's the three-point contest. And this time, it was, it was as you mentioned, Sabrina and Steph by a good margin. Well, Justin Termini is here with us from SiriusXM NBA Radio. You mentioned a dunk contest. Is there any saving that, or are we really looking at, I don't know, a potential elimination like we did almost 25-plus years ago? Yeah, I mean, it went through a a bunch of bad years, and then Aaron Gordon and Zach Levine kind of brought it back a little bit, Uh, and then Mac McClung was great last year, but it's not necessarily about, like, hey, Mac McClung, he's great. He clearly was the best dunker by far. It wasn't necessarily even close, but you want the stars – the one thing I fear is, like, I don't think Jalen Brown should have been doing it because Jalen Brown is chasing a championship, and to his credit, he plays almost every single night. That's something that could provide wear and tear on his legs, so I don't think it was the smartest thing. But I also think it was dumb for the fans to boo him because I don't think he was great, but they were all over his case. So if you're all over the case of the one star that's willing to go out there and try and set the precedent that, like, hey, stars should be doing this, like, why would another star do it? So I thought that was dumb from a fan's perspective. They booed the hell out of him, 
all right, so now why would anybody else do it in the future, knowing that potentially they could get booed as it hurts their quote-unquote brand? Uh, so, like, Jalen might have been the last, like, major name or even semi-major name to do it. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's the only thing that necessarily saves it. You get the big-time guys in there. It was the glove. He put on that Michael Jackson glove, and people are like, what are we doing here? That, that kiss of death right there, Justin. Kiss of death. Yeah, he at least should have, like, moonwalked after he did it so he knew what the hell he was doing. I mean, I didn't know what the glove was about. I'm like, I thought it was Michael Jackson, but I wasn't even thinking how he's from Indiana, even though I knew that. Uh, then I'm thinking, because they said it on the broadcast, that it was because he has no left hand, which he also doesn't. Uh, but, uh, like, maybe he should have grabbed the mic and explained a little bit as to why he was doing each one of these dunks just to kind of set, a, set everything up, because that was over yeah. my head, I'll tell you that. Yeah, you guys think my left hand sucks. Watch me dunk with my left hand with a Michael Jackson glove. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. Justin Termini here with us, the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Now that we have gone past the weekend, now the Brooklyn Nets were able to announce the firing of Jacques Vaughn. How, how nice of them to wait to not hijack the All-Star weekend. What, what other news do you think could potentially happen now that we have, we're now going into the stretch run? Well, I mean, that was a perfect time to announce that, right? Because uh, like we barely talked about it on the show today because everything was overshadowed by people being irate over what happened in the, uh, in the, in the All-Star game. So it was smart for them to do that. Uh, that didn't shock me that they, they ended up doing that. I mean, I think there's just a ton of teams that are involved here down the stretch, uh, which keeps a lot of head coaches alive. I know we've already got three – rid of three head coaches in the – uh, in the Eastern Conference, uh, and one of them is not even Monty Williams with the worst record, but clearly you're not going to fire him because of the contract. Uh, I think the big news uh, is just waiting on Embiid. I think that's the big story. If Embiid is healthy, then that alters the way that the uh, the playoffs look in the Eastern Conference. If he's not healthy, uh, then that certainly makes it a lot easier for everybody else because I think if Embiid is healthy, they're easily the second-best team behind Boston in the East. Well, Justin, with all the, the parity in the league and, and even in the East, there's other teams dealing with injuries, uh, the, the New York Knicks, uh, Phoenix Suns out West. It seems like there's a minute or a second. I was shocked that Kawhi played. I mean, he didn't play much, but he did play. What are your thoughts overall as we move into the stretch run? Who are you favoring as we kind of run down here? Well, I, I think there's three teams that have separated themselves a little bit. That's Boston, Denver, and the Clippers. Uh, and with Boston, I mean, like, they're on a historic pace right now. They're on pace to win, like, 64, 65 games, which is the fourth-best record in the history of the Celtics, which is, you know, that means something. It's not, you know, fourth-best record in the history of the Charlotte Hornets or Minnesota Timberwolves. Fourth, you know, most wins in the history of the Boston Celtics. They'd be doing something that Bird just did once that, you know, KG and Paul Pierce just did once, that Havlicek just did once, uh, which is amazing to see was shorter for Russell, so he wasn't getting 65-66 wins. Uh, but, I mean, the Showtime Lakers, the, the most they ever won was 65. Boston's on pace for that, so certainly they've earned the right to be called the favorite. I'm just hesitant with their head coach and the shot selection for that team down the stretch. I think they rely too much on the three, so they could be had by a team like the Knicks, who I think are a little bit more consistent and play a better playoff brand of basketball. I still favor Boston. And then in the West, again, there's a slew of teams that can win it, but I'll put uh, the Clippers and I'll put Denver just slightly ahead of everybody else Justin Termini here with us from NBA radio you know before you joined us we we shared some of the audio from LeBron James pontificating about his future do I have a big farewell tour do I you know go quietly into the night what are your thoughts on on LeBron and his deal he wants to play with his kid he wants attention he doesn't want attention what say you Justin 
Uh, I mean, I think if, I, I'll say the same thing. I think everybody with a brain would say is that he wants attention, and there, there's no way that LeBron James is – there is zero chance. Okay, he's 50-50. I'm saying zero chance that he gives, uh, you know, as he put it, uh, he Tim Duncan's it. He is going out with, uh, with a farewell tour. Uh, I mean, I think he's the most attention-starved uh, athlete we've seen in the history of uh, of sports. And, you know, he'll also sell it as, you know, like, I was, I was not going to do it, but then I talked with my family. I talked with my friends. They think that I should do it. Adam Silver thinks it's best for the league. He kind of convinced me to do it. So he'll paint it in the way that, like, it's not about me. Uh, but it is about him. And then the other aspect of this is LeBron's a corporation, right? So he's going to do what he uh, he needs to do to uh, heighten the brand and the, the money. And there's too much money involved for him and the league by him doing a farewell tour. So that is with 100% taking place. Oh, Justin, you were certainly around tons of legends that, that you had mentioned over the weekend. What stood out to you from a personal perspective? Was there any conversation that you had with any of the legends behind the scenes and in, in, in front of the microphone that you, you really took away from this past weekend? No, I mean, just having the, you know, the honor to speak with like Dr. J and Larry Bird, that's beyond a thrill. Uh, and, you know, listen, the scoring, it's just that's the, the biggest difference in the league from back when those guys played. Uh, and just whether or not that's good for the sport. Some of them think it's good. Some of them think it's bad. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's it's based off, I guess, uh, you know, what you want. Do you want more offense or do you, you want to get back a little bit to the – I think everybody kind of wants a happy medium where uh, they don't necessarily want the 90s, but, they you know, early 2000s, but they also don't want what it's become, which is, you know, guys with consistency scoring 60 or 70 points. Yeah, it's it's nuts to say, oh, my God, we had an all-star game last night, and the total almost pushed us to to 400. It, it's just uh, it's maddening, but this is the way the league is right now. Hey, Justin, I want to thank you for taking the time to hop on and lend your perspective. All right, Chair. Thanks for having me on, buddy. I appreciate it. Most certainly. Justin, where can people follow you and all that good stuff? Follow me on, uh, they could follow me on Twitter at Termini Radio at T E R M I N E Radio. So that's on Twitter. And then we've got the show, 4 to 7 Eastern Time, Monday through Friday on NBA Radio. No problem. I get here, final question. How, how do you and Eddie not just, I, I know he's busy and you're busy and you're not always looking each other in the face. How do you guys not rip each other to shreds physically when you are in front of each other? No, we've had some we've had some physical altercations. I mean, we we oh. you know we we talked with uh, Meta World Peace this week at the All Star Game. We got some advice from him on uh, you know how to go at each other. So, oh yeah, Eddie and I we verbally go at it, and when we're in person, if we uh, if we go a little too far, we can get physical, which is bad for me because he's uh, got about six seven inches on me in height. Okay, hey, note note to Justin, make sure that there's there's video of it. Okay. I don't know if we want video. That mean, one of one of us might be spending the night behind bars if that's the case. <laughs> Noted. And shout outs and many thanks to Justin Termini joining us here. He hosts uh, Sirius XM NBA Radio NBA Today with Eddie Johnson. This is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get some more of your calls on the other side of the break. That's eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two. For CBS, there was somebody special at the All-Star game. He played in the NFL. His name is Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's name was trending this morning, and not because he is no longer officially a Denver Bronco. I know we probably all see that coming. Not because we know his next team, 
but because somebody sat on television and had a bright idea about where Russell Wilson should go next. And I think the world collectively lost their damn mind. We're going to talk about Russell Wilson on the other side of the break. We're going to get into Mr. Rendon of the Angels, who doesn't know whether he wants to even play his sport. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I think we can all agree another hard skill to match is throwing a football. And not just throwing a football like you might do it in your backyard, like you did it in high school, like you do it your son, your grandson, your daughter, I don't know. Throwing a football at the NFL level is ridiculously hard. And so far throughout the course of the show, we've done a lot of talking about the NBA All-Star Weekend. And uh, thank you so much to Justin Termini for joining us from Sirius XM NBA Radio. The stars come out, right? Hickey, who, who's the biggest star that you remember at the game last night? Anybody? Like celebrity-wise? Yeah, just somebody courtside, anybody. Oh, um, I honestly did not pay attention who was there celebrity-wise. Me neither. I saw Spike Lee was there. I think he was, yeah. Probably. Babyface sang the national anthem. And that's pretty much all I saw. And then, oh, by the way, did you see Russell Wilson there, Hickey? I did, and that was probably maybe the answer. Yeah, Russell Wilson. Well, his son was out there getting shooting tips from Steph Curry. These are the things that only happen to you if you are a celebrity or you happen to be Russell Wilson. And so Russell Wilson enjoying the NBA All-Star festivities with his family, and this is the same Russell Wilson who we know is, is he's done. He's cooked in Denver. They're getting him the hell up one out of there. And Sean Payton hates his guts. They wanted to bench him. They wanted him to restructure his contract. And I've talked about this. I think it would be pretty cool if Russell Wilson was playing right here in Atlanta, Georgia. I think the team is built to win right now. They have they have veteran and young veteran options and weapons that were misused by Arthur Smith. Now they have Raheem Morris. Uh, Atlanta Falcons don't need some some young, inexperienced QB coming in. Justin Fields might be nice, but I think it's too risky for what you have in front of you right now. And so everybody has thoughts about where Russell Wilson can go when ultimately he's either let go or traded or released from Denver. People say Washington. I'm like, Washington sucks. They just got to take a quarterback in the draft. People say Las Vegas. We know Jimmy Garoppolo well, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to get the boot from the Raiders, and who wants to stick around with Aiden O'Connell? And then if you happen to be Antonio Pierce, yeah, you can make all of the uh, the winks and nods about potentially moving up in the draft to secure uh, one of the better quarterbacks, but you don't think Antonio Pierce would maybe rely better on a veteran option, or maybe he doesn't want anything to do with Russell Wilson. We know he can be rather polarizing. Now, having said that, Today, on ESPN, on Get Up, Mike Tannenbaum, who used to be the general manager for the New York Jets about a decade ago, helped construct the New York Jets team that went to two consecutive AFC championship games to lose. And he also drafted uh, Mark Sanchez. Mike Tannenbaum sat on television this morning, and he just, he said one of the wildest things that 
they were checking his coffee to make sure he didn't have any alcohol in the cup. Listen to Mike Tannenbaum on ESPN. I think he would actually be a great fit with the New York Jets, and here's why. Oh, my gosh. Why you want to Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson? Absolutely. Pay him a million dollars and let him resurrect his career. <laughs> I actually have experience with this. Vinny Testaverde got cut by the Baltimore Ravens. We signed him in June and went to the championship game that year. So if you're, if you're Russell Wilson and you don't get no early, Mike. Hey, Bart, if you, but if, where, where else is he going to go? He has to resurrect his career. So if you have to sit for a year, why not sit behind one of the greatest of all times and then be a free agent again? It's when, 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 when I was reasons. Guys, where is he going to go? He's 36 years old. No one's going to hand him a starting job. He's going to have to be a backup somewhere. Hickey, when you heard that, what went through your head? That I was honestly shocked that he was able to have a 40-second spiel to, to at least try to back up his point. It, this makes, and I know it was 10 years ago, 10 more than 10 years ago, this makes the New York Jets look bad. Like, I'm like, they hired this. This is the dude that they hired to run the team? You're going to Russell Wilson is going to be a backup to Aaron Rodgers to do what to rot to expect him to pop and blow his Achilles. What are we doing here? I thought that I thought people on television are supposed to. I guess they're not smart. I know some dumb people on on TV. Hickey, what happened to that show? Do they still kids say the darndest things? Have you seen that in a while? Yeah. I don't think it's still on the air, but maybe we should have an uh, adult version. Adults say the darndest things, and there, there's the clip right there. Yeah. No, when it's kids, you can say darndest when it comes comes to kids. When it comes to adults, it just has to be explicit. Like, uh, adults say dumbass things. And what this man just said, Mike Tannenbaum, it it leads the list. When Russell Wilson is is kind of free to go wherever the hell he wants, he's going to play on the minimum. Because the Denver Broncos are going to pay the majority of his contract. And so wherever Russell Wilson goes, he's going to, quote-unquote, almost operate at a discount. And so what I mentioned, who needs a quarterback? Mike Tannenbaum forgot about us here in Georgia? I mean, do you know how much crap I've had to go out and and, and watch on a football field since Matt Ryan decided, oh, y'all want Deshaun Watson? You don't want me? You don't want moi? Matt Ryan's like, well, get me the hell up on out of here since you want that pervert as your quarterback. And that sure as hell didn't happen. And so the Falcons end up missing out on Matt Ryan, even though people were sick of him here. And then they also end up missing out on Deshaun Watson because the Browns are one of the dumbest teams in the NFL. Giving old pervert Deshaun Watson all of this money all his guaranteed money to basically be hurt and suspended in the early portion of his tenure. And so Mike Tannenbaum, I don't know what he was smoking. I don't know what he was drinking. But to, to think that Russell Wilson would back up Aaron Rodgers? I'm trying to even think about what the quarterback room would sound like. Aaron Rodgers would be trying to get him onto that ayahuasca Russell Wilson will be telling him, I don't know. Hickey, what do you think Russell Wilson talks about in his free time? Besides himself, I don't know, right? <laughs> his family, maybe? Family. Leadership? 
Uh, <laughs> he's a walking cliche. Yeah. Um. Oh, you, you you got me thinking ahead. I might as well prepare myself now because Russell Wilson ain't gonna play forever. And you know, you you know, whenever Russell Wilson is done, we got a book. Is it gonna be a? It's a. It's going to be a book of cliches on leadership, right? With maybe like a, a title of like how he was too short but still made it something something creative like that. Absolutely. Uh, oh my god. Things to say at press conferences that won't get you in trouble. <laughs> Things how to how to get your way out of a place without sounding like you don't want to leave. It's just uh, I would pay, I would pay to see Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers in a room together for an hour, and then they ha- they'd have to do this every day. Oh, sign me up, sign me up. Mike Tannenbaum, though, he, he was on that ayahuasca this morning. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Dave is here from San Diego. It's the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Dave? JR, it's good to hear your voice echoing the city of San Diego again. Well, thank you. What's day. going on? Not much. I just want to talk about the NBA thing. I, All-Star game. I, I, like I was telling you, producer, I think it's just a massive puppet show. I mean, just let's. It's egotistical. It's just, it's disgusting. It's probably one of the worst all-star games out of all four of the major sports, I think. I mean, baseball, at least they're playing, and they're doing some defense and all that stuff. The NFL is trying to regroup it, you know, bring it back. Um, The hockey, the NHL one was pretty decent this year. You know, the skills, I like watching the skills one, but that that glass court on Friday night, hmm. Well, so he, know, wait did, a minute. Did you did you sit down and watch every event all weekend? No, well, not every event, just the highlights. <laughs> Thank God for YouTube. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. I was just making sure the way you describe it. I'm like, for a guy who sounds like he didn't like it, you sure sat down and watched it. No, I wasted nine minutes of my life that I watched on YouTube. <laughs> okay. Yes. Hey, nine minutes is better than, uh, I guess, nine to 12 hours of content that they put out. Hey, good that on you, true. Dave. Hey, and hey, that fish taco is still waiting for you out here. What did you say to me? That fish taco. Yeah, waiting, it's waiting for you out here. Where is you it? Get out here. We're out here in San Diego. Oh, but where? You, you're going you're gonna to take me to get oh, a fish I'm, taco? Yes, sir. All right. Sooner than okay. later, man. I wish. It, what's the weather like right now in San Diego? It's a little gloomy. We're going to get some rain tomorrow, probably. But you know, it's never too bad. It's can't beat what's going on in Florida and what happened or yesterday in the Midwest right now. Northern yeah, California, the Santa Barbara is getting it really bad. Yeah, right it's now. almost it's almost seventy, uh, almost seventy degrees here. We're pushing seventy here in Georgia, man. I'll take it. You can <laughs> well, keep your you can keep your gloomy weather. But you can keep that humidity out there, though, too. Nah, nah, nah. Tomorrow is a beautiful 60, <laughs> partly cloudy. End of the week will be 70. I'll take it. Hey, stay, right, enjoy it, Dave, okay? Always, Jared. Good talking to you, man. All right, thank you so much, Dave, from San Diego. He's like, yeah, Atlanta is hot. It's going to be warm, but you have humidity. I forget you. I'd rather have water in the air and not have to worry about the next time I see it. Well, that's a little bit further north. My apologies be fighting with people in california before i know it i love california i love it southern california central california northern california i love california i think they, well charles barkley doesn't like he doesn't like san francisco he said it's dirty full of homeless people hmm. fun stuff anyway 
It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. When we come back on the other side, I'm going to tell you about someone who plays in Southern California. He plays baseball in Southern California. And you would think this man hates his job. He says his job is not a top priority, but it is a priority because he's here, right? I'm at work, aren't I? This guy's making almost $300 million. I'll tell you what it is. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 